0: Welcome to the Pleasurable Success Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Rose, and business success and mindset coach, speaker, corporate dropout turned entrepreneur, and the host of the Embodied Coach Masterclass. And I am on a mission to inspire as many people as I possibly can to step into their power, recognize their unconditional worthiness, and ultimately build a life they are absolutely obsessed with. And through this podcast, I will be spreading my message along with some powerful guests guest speakers, and we will be talking all things business strategy, mindset, manifesting, and of course, making your success a pleasure-filled experience. So join us in making our reality exceed our wildest dreams. Hello everyone! Welcome back to another episode. I'm so, so excited for our guest today, Justine Hernandez. Hello girl! Welcome to the podcast. What's up, what's up? up? (laughs) I'm so, so excited for you to be speaking to my audience today all about feng shui because you are the feng shui expert. So would you like to do a little introduction as to who you are, what you do, and how you got into this line of work?
1: Yes. Well, hello, everyone. I'm really excited and super honored to be here. Um, So like Sarah shared, you know, I am a feng shui expert and I'm also a transformational coach. Um, I really, I, I love working with women entrepreneurs and helping them align their mindset, their relationship and their space to create a life that they love. That's super inspiring. And how I first got into this because it's like, what is this Feng Shui about? Like a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions about what Feng Shui is. And so the way I like to explain it, it's kind of like your environment. It's an outward reflection of you and your beliefs, your traumas, your mindset, you know, and as an entrepreneur, you know, we go through all of those shadow aspects to grow our business Mm -hmm. and to be magnetic and, and like big energy so that we can manifest and really be a support for those um, on this journey that, we're on ourselves. Right. Exactly. So um, anyway, so what got me into feng shui is like just the fact that your environment, like I shared is like an outward reflection of you. So what that means is that when you're able to see your space as a manifesting tool, and you're able to really cultivate and shift and do things intentionally in your life or in your business to really catapult you forward in what you want. So this is like manifestation to me on steroids. <laughs> mm, I love that. Yes, absolutely. So um, when I first started in this industry, like over 10 years ago, um, I was in the self-help world in California. I'm originally from San Diego. So, you know, that's all the We're both and all the Cali girls. So I loved being around all these amazing entrepreneurs that were doing sister circles and events and really empowering people and, you know, best-selling authors and doing all this stuff that I'm actually doing now, which is amazing, right? All these many years later, they were impacting me and I didn't even know. (laughs) Oh, I love that. So through the series of events, you know, of course I have like a whole life story, but we'll just, we'll focus on this part of it. And, um, through the network, I met this amazing feng shui uh, master and she was from Ireland and I just loved her energy and the people she surrounded herself with. And just like everything that she did, like she exuded, I was like, Oh my gosh, I love her. And I love her energy. And I want to know how she got that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was so attracted to that energy. And, um, when I talked to her, you know, I was like, Hey, you know, like I have like a background in like visual communications and I didn't finish my degree, so to speak, but like, I love environmental psychology. I love how in, how to empower yourself, like in your mindset and then seeing like how you can bring this energy and anchor it into your space. And I was like, this is like really next level, amazing shit. Mm -hmm. And I legit was going through a big heart, like a transition in my life and that, in that period of, um, going through a really horrific divorce, Mm -hmm. but through that time, I was able to use these tools to really anchor in and manifest what it is that I wanted to cultivate for myself. And so that's kind of like what started me on this journey. I started shifting my life, shifting my energy, Um, shifting the people I was surrounding myself with so that it was aligning me with everything um, that I wanted to cultivate, like my future self. And I was taking in my future self, but anchoring it into my present reality and Mm -hmm. making decisions based on that space versus what my current circumstances were. And so in doing so, that's kind of what I um, uncovered was this amazing tool of like aligning mindset shifting your relationship, not only with yourself, but the people you spend the most time with, you know, and then anchoring in that energy in your physical environment so that it is attracting or amplifying and anchoring the energy on all the different levels Mm -hmm. so that you're able to shift yourself and really make long lasting change, not only subconsciously, but consciously. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of how I started in my business. And That's what passion style purpose came and the mantra of live your life, not by default, but by design.
0: (laughs) Live your life, not by default, but by design. That's so powerful. And what I love about your story is how you can sit here and be like, wow, every single thing that happened to me was actually happening for me to be where I'm at today. And I, I can relate oh, yes. so deeply, like all of the things that I went through, all of the people I surrounded myself with, whether they're still in my life or not, like it was all for a reason to get me exactly where I am today.
1: That's amazing. Yes. And Well, people are just amazing. Like when you align yourself and you just, you see opportunities, you know, and when you're able to shift your mindset to like oh, I, this is an opportunity. Mm -hmm. You're able to not be a victim of your life, but rather be a co-creator with it. Yes. Yes.
0: So much. That's why I always say like, even when I'm going through the shit, (laughs) it's all happening for me. And like giving it that perspective is so, so powerful. So we have, (laughs) we have a lot of, entrepreneurs, obviously listening to this podcast. And I know I've let you in on kind of what I'm going through in my environment, in my space right now with my new office, because I actually have an office now totally manifested it. Um, But I would love for you to share some tips or some insights around feng shui in the office space. And maybe even people who don't necessarily have an office itself, but are looking to get creative with their space, because there's a lot of that happening. I know I had to in my last place. Oh my God. I literally had my laptop sitting on a stool. So that way I had a nice background. Oh, goodness. But yes, any, any tangible tips around, yeah, feng your your office space?
1: <laughs> well, I just have to say I love the image that always pops in my mind is anytime you see like beautiful setups for entrepreneurs, you know, sure as hell in front of them, they got wires and all kinds of stuff going on. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. It's so true. Like nothing is what it seems on Instagram. You guys, (laughs) it might look glamorous, but you should see what their laptop is sitting on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Oh my goodness. So when it comes to entrepreneurs in their spaces, okay. So let's see, your, your office space or in general as a business owner, you know, you want to attract clients, you know, you want to make sure that you're supporting yourself. You want to make sure that you are attracting the right supportive people in your life. And on top of that, you want to also attract things to create a life that's more balanced and more um, manageable because, you know, adulting gets real, gets Mm -hmm. real, real quick. You have to wash them dishes. You got to do laundry. You got to all these little, little details that life uh, bestows on you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Yes. Adulting who signed up for yes. this.
1: <laughs> I know I sure as hell didn't. I just fell into it. It's a bullshit. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, you know, whenever your, your office space is a reflection of your business, you know, but it also reflects, um, So when I'm working with clients, I'm not only working in their physical spaces, like with their business, but also in their personal, because they all interconnect, they all overlay and overlap each other, because, you know, we're in our homes majority of the time. And then if you do have an office, like a brick and mortar, you know, sometimes your personal life leaks into your business and vice versa. So it's really important um, to create designated areas and healthy boundaries. So As an entrepreneur, I always tell people um, this and parenting is an intense therapy session. (laughs) You learn so much about yourself. (laughs) You learn so much about what stresses you out and what doesn't, um, whether you're a perfectionist or a type A or like just how you move around in the world. So a lot of these types of behaviors are reflected in your spaces. Mm. So it's kind of like taking the time to decode your environment and seeing what is it, Matt, what is it reflecting? Is it reflecting like you have your office space, but you have your children's dresser with their clothes in your office environment? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Or you have, for those that have pets, you know, you have like your cat litter and this litter and your animal stuff in your office space, or you have like other people's junk in your office space that reflects that you that you have some boundaries that you need to reinforce in your life you know and so but as women too we always think that we're terrible bitches because we want to have healthy boundaries yep we think we're <laughs> terrible we're terrible pet owners because we want our we don't want our dogs in our bed or we don't want them in our in particular areas of the house you know what I mean or we're terrible parents because we're throwing this piece of artwork that is that is ripping apart and it's a, it's a shitty thing. Anyways, just get rid of it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. And their toys and all this stuff that you have. And so it's important to one, create designated areas and create healthy boundaries because that will help create the health of your business and in your personal life. So that when things go awry in either, or you're able to manage it in an effective way with clarity versus Mm -hmm. like weird ambiguity. Yeah, so it stresses us out.
0: Absolutely. And I'm so glad you brought that up because I always say too that like your your business, your love life, your friendships, like your personal life, whatever, they're all directly aligned. If, if one of them has an energy leak, it's going to affect the other one. I know if I'm in an argument with my boyfriend, like I definitely show up differently online or maybe not at all. Um, so it does affect my business. And so I love that you said like having setting that, that space where it's like, you can kind of step into that office and have that boundary up where it's not, there's no energy leak there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least it helps with filling the leak if it's
1: there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm totally, I love that you said energy leaks because that's what I, I talk about a lot with people. It's like, okay, energy leaks are super, super, super important to understand because Like it might be impacting your vitality. Like you might feel tired all the time. For sure. Oh yeah. You know, so sometimes your leak is small and sometimes it's rather large and there might be layers to it. So, and that's perfectly fine. Some people are like, oh, I'm going through this cycle again. And I'm like, yes, because you're like an onion. There's layers to you, honey. (laughs) Oh, I love that. (laughs) That's such a mom, a mom
0: saying too. It's what was that, is that from Shrek? <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, so good. Oh I love that you brought up decoding too, because now I'm like, now I'm looking at my room and I'm like, what can I decode here? And I, I know I brought this up to you before, but I've been like really putting off decorating my office. And I, I think the resistance there was like, oh, it's, it's, it's not a a productive activity. It's not going to like, you know, make, it's not a money-making activity for my business in a sense. And then I had this download of like, yeah, it totally is. And you also are hosting, it's a three-day or five-day workshop around making your home a money magnet. Yes. It's a five-day course. It starts on Monday. So I'm really
1: Ah! excited.
0: Oh my gosh. I hope I can get, I'm going to try to get this out before Monday then. Oh my gosh. No, it's perfect.
1: (laughs) I know. Like get it out there, guys. I mean, even if, even if you guys sign up late, that's perfectly fine. We'll still let you in and stuff. So it oh, they'll be live recorded so i'm
0: excited. <laughs> Yay! Oh my god, that's amazing. Um so making your home a money magnet, like there are actual things that you can do to make your home like ma- to manifest more money. That's amazing. Yes.
1: Hell yes. And that's the thing that people like i have clients that are like, "Oh my gosh." Like one of my favorite ones and you know we always deal with, you know, um money stories. Mm
0: -hmm. And they're like,
1: oh, I don't have the money for this. Or I'm feeling overwhelmed about this and this and that. And I'm like, okay. I was like, but your environment, they have like, they're, they have a garage full of stuff. They have closets full of things. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you're literally sitting on so much abundance right now. It's not even funny. Mm
0: -hmm. It's
1: not even funny. And all (laughs) that money you've been searching for, it's right there, honey. It's all in that stuff, you know? (laughs) <laughs> you can't make more if you don't make space for for
0: it oh my gosh you need to coin that you can't make more if you don't make space for it yeah <laughs> mama I'm, I'm write that down <laughs> write it down girl. <laughs> That's so true. Like one of one of the practices I have every single one of my my clients do is clean their three homes. And that's one of them is obviously their actual home, because when you're entering into a new journey, entering into a new chapter, there's a lot of things that are no longer in alignment with the version of you you're looking to become. So it's like giving yourself permission to release those things so that you can create the space for what you are looking to attract.
1: Yes, one hundred and ten percent, and that like even goes with wardrobes and clothes. You know, like I recently, from moving from Virginia, a beach area to Tennessee, I went through a whole wardrobe brew hall. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't what what resonated with me in my wardrobe at that time frame. Doesn't resonate now. Like I'm gonna be 34. Not that that matters. I'm still young and amazing. Yeah, you are. (laughs) (laughs) So that's not the problem. However, you know, I'm stepping into a new chapter in my life, and so for me, I wanted to get more clothes that reflected that new chapter. That and some of the stuff I've had for so many years because I used to do. I used to work in corporate. I used to teach um, classes and dressing like always like professional, but and doing speaking engagements. I love to dress up. And so I started buying more clothes that reflect me dressing up because I was dressing down a lot. And I was like, this is not my California flair. Like Mm. I need to get back to my my sunshine energy that I I had when I first moved to the East Coast. And people are like, who the hell is that? And why is she wearing all these colors?
0: Yes. (laughs) Oh, I love that. And honestly, like that's exactly where I'm at right now too with this, with this up level in my business, I'm like, I need to up level my wardrobe. Like (laughs) my wardrobe has got to reflect how I feel on the inside. You know, like I get to, I get to do that. I get to upgrade my wardrobe and like have that, um, like decorate myself in the way that I want to express myself. You know, I love that you brought that up and I'm so big on purging and just getting rid of shit. That's like, Oh, like my, even my partner, like, especially when I'm like doing my period, I feel like this is the time that I like need to clean everything (laughs) and get rid of it. Get rid of it. (laughs)
1: Like (laughs) bothering me.
0: (laughs) Like seriously, I just start getting rid of things that I'm just like, this isn't, I don't need this. I don't want it. get rid of it. Um, and it creates so much space. It just makes me feel so much lighter. Oh, and I, li- I, yes. I just moved from living with a, a hoarder. <laughs> ah! My, my boyfriend's mom is a, a lightweight hoarder, heavyweight hoarder. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can imagine the,
1: the space that was cleared when we moved out. Oh, wow. Was she like one of those? Cause there's different kinds of hoarders. There's, there's levels, you know, there's organized hoarders that you would never think they have a lot of shit, but you open up their closet. You're like, holy crap. Totally. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The surface level was like, okay, this looks like, you know, like a regular home. And then you look under the couch and, (laughs) in every cabinet and the entire garage that's filled up to the, you know, nine foot ceilings.
1: (laughs) But the house is clean though.
0: The house is clean. Yep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's the mindset. Well, my home is clean. So therefore it's not that bad.
0: Exactly. Literally.
1: (laughs) And she knows where every single thing is
0: in the mess. Like she knows under all of that pile of stuff in the garage, like if something's missing, she will notice. (laughs) Oh
1: my goodness. Yes. That, I mean, that's the thing when it comes to like letting things go in that way. Um, I like to put things in perspective too, because you know, it wasn't that long ago that we were in the great depression. You know, so that generation, even their parents, they had that mindset of like, hold on to wash them, wash them Ziploc bags and those mm-hmm. plastic forks because you never know when you're going to need them. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing so hard because, yep. <laughs> yes. And so there was a lot of that kind of energy, you know, like my grandmother is, Pol. I have a grandmother that's Polish and a grandmother that's Puerto Rican. And they act the same way when it comes to like, they clean plastic bags and like do all this stuff. And I'm just like, you know, you, there's something for that. (laughs) And they just, they, they're very much like, they keep plastic, everything and like all this stuff. And so, you know, helping them get rid of things has been rather difficult. Mm -hmm. However, it's like every generation, like my mom's generation, we've been working with her to get rid of stuff because she's had like things. So all of us siblings were like, you know, when you, j- when you transition, we have to deal with all that. Mm-hmm. And the majority of it, we're throwing it away because it has nothing to do with us. Exactly. It's your mementos. And so um, each one of us, like me and my sister, we're more minimalistic. But when I think of when people hear the word minimal, they I think it scares people away because they think that you don't have anything in your home. Mm-hmm. And That's not necessarily the case for me. Minimalism in my household is more of like making, having things practically in my space and having systems that work with our lifestyle so that we're not spending all day adulting. We can spend the majority of the time being in our genius and spending less time maintaining the house because we have it in such a way that it's constantly being cleaned and decluttered all the time, but it doesn't take like hours for us to do that.
0: You know? I I love that so much. I'm so happy you brought that perspective in because, well, first of all, I, I'm also a huge minimalist. I've been on the extreme where I've lived in a van and only lived off of what I had in the van. Um, but I also like, I, I really just don't like to have things that I don't need. But I just love how you positioned that as like having systems in place where like you can stay in your zone of genius. You don't have to worry about, oh, I have to spend an entire day cleaning the house and organizing. And yeah, I mean, that takes up so much yeah. energy, especially as an entrepreneur. Like you don't, yeah. I mean, I can speak from personal experience, Justine, that like, if I let things pile up, like they're going to be piled up for a good month, right? Yeah. Because I-, I will not make the space. I will not make the time to do it because I'm working on building my business or I'm going out and having fun. <laughs> you know? yeah, priorities. Yeah. priorities.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. So I'm so glad you brought that perspective into it. Um, and I'm curious, what are some like must haves or must nots for mm-hmm. entrepreneurs and in their space? Like, are there some a couple things that come to mind where it's like, don't do this and definitely do this.
1: <laughs> yes. It's so funny because we can talk a lot about like mindset. So a lot of like what I'm talking about is like more of like the psychology of your space and how it's impacting you. And so like creating systems and simplification and like all that jazz, like that's all important for as an entrepreneur, because you want to have energy to be in your genius zone as you're building your business, you Mm know? So one of the main things that I usually tell people, like these are like the four things that I mean, I mainly talk about in any aspect of your home and just in general. Awareness. Awareness is really important because if you don't have awareness, you can't make a shift because you don't know what to change. Um, minimizing mean declutter, get rid of shit that's not serving you, that doesn't have a use or a purpose. And if you have this need of like, well, I might need it, need it later, well, if you might need it later, by that later time, you'll have the abundance to buy the thing that you need. So you can let that shit go. Abundant mindset right there. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And then, and which you have, you need to develop while you're being an entrepreneur because you're going to be having money challenges and you're going to have all these minimal, uh, these beliefs and they're going to be showing up and manifesting and like being revealed in your environment and your business space. And then the second one or the third one, I'm sorry. Is um, simplifying, create systems, make your life easier on yourself because you're an entrepreneur. You have time as money. Well, time is time, but you know how if you don't have the time, time to put worth? in your business, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how much is your time worth? And then amplifying, anchoring in the energy, and amplify what it is that you want to look and cultivate. So, what I would say for you, for those that are listening, desk positioning is everything. Making sure you have a solid wall behind you because that represents you being supported in your career and the things that you want to cultivate. The other thing, create boundaries. Having things in your office only represent your business and that's it. If you pay bills in your office space that's perfectly fine. They go in tangent with each other in some cases. So that's fine having important papers and documents things like that have that in your space. Um let's see. What is the There's so many little little nuggets that I could give but Those are the two main ones that I would say like Mm. just get your desk positioning good and minimize declutter because that will help you figure out what is the next step for your blank canvas Mm. right now. Like doing all this is just making space, making room so you can see that white canvas and see what the possibilities and the potential is. And then after you get to that point, that's when you create and you're like, okay, like where, where you're at right now, Sarah, you're like, okay. I didn't know what I want. Now that I, now that I know what I want, let's create a vision for it. And I love Pinterest to do that. So oh, if you yeah. are, <laughs> you need some visuals, some inspiration. I usually have clients create like a board on Pinterest to figure out kind of an idea of what they want and what colors they need. And colors are really important too. Mm-hmm. Um, and lighting in an office space, you want to make sure that you have really bright lighting in your environment because it brings in the yin energy, which is, um, I'm sorry, not yin, yang, which is all about the masculine, like high vibing focus, like driven that energy, yeah. you know, versus if your office is, feels more like a cave, it creates that sleepy energy, more of like restfulness. Absolutely.
0: And so you don't want
1: your office to feel like your bedroom. <laughs>
0: Totally. And that's why. So for those of you listening, Justine is on Clubhouse. She hosts Amazing Room. We're also on a panel together. So join us on Clubhouse. Um, But I was in one of her rooms and I got to ask her a question about my office space because I I'm thinking about, well, I'm not thinking about it's happening. I already ordered it. I'm of a, a black wall <laughs> and I was like, kind of freaking out. I'm like, is this bad voodoo? Is this going to make me not want to work all this stuff? But my office as a whole is so bright, like so bright. I got a beautiful window. It's very large. Um, and so like that, that black is kind of bringing like this edginess and it's a part of my, part of my brand. So she approved yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah she approved it and it's just the one wall it's like that accent wall but um what what are like I guess you're more so saying just around like the brightness like if you can do a black wall as long as the environment as a whole is bright but are there any like specific colors that you're like do not do
1: so there are many different levels to color so like there's feng shui color and then there's the psychology of color So it depends on what energy you're wanting to activate. So for example, for me, um, everyone has an element in feng shui. And even like for your clothes that you were talking about, there's a particular style that goes with your element. So I'm a a two earth. And so that just means that my element is an earth element. So Mm. what my power color is, or my power element is fire. So. I want to bring that element into my office space because it's going to support me and activate that energy. Mm. Now I won't say paint your, all your walls, red. I wouldn't do that because red, what it does to us mentally and physically, it actually raises our heart rate and our blood pressure, and it can create this energy of agitation. So we want to be very mindful about how much color we bring in of the color red. Red is a very powerful element and color all on its own from a psychological standpoint. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to, I like to use those type of colors as accents. So if you want to get more foot, like if you want to get more energy hitting towards you or attracting energy to you, wear reds, bring the red color into your office space. If you want to bring more playful, fun energy, orange is great like that as well. Um, I have trees. Um, I have a lot of plants and I also have a tapestry that is green over here, that's like a forest. Mm. And, um, for me having that, um, in my previous home, it was actually in my career and life journey. Actually, it still is in my career and life journey area. (laughs) (laughs) So, so what that represented to me, I anchored in that energy of, Trees represents growth, new beginnings, and also creativity as well. Mm, yeah. So for, for me, I wanted to bring in, anchor in the energy of creativity, fun, new growth, new beginnings in my business. So I anchored that visual into there. And then here I have this tapestry that's going to be a canvas soon. It's just a piece of fabric right now. It didn't um, even look like that. I thought it was an actual painting. Wow. <laughs> right? So we're for me, emeralds. Emerald Mm. is symbolic of my heart. It's, it's some, um, inner child work I've, I've been doing this past year. So I brought this into my business because I do, I work with a lot of people in healing, healing their Mm. mother wounds and things like that. And so, and it's all about empowerment. So I have this tapestry that is the, the Emerald and then the gold lining gold represents your value and your worth. Mm. So, And it's all like about like loving yourself and loving your value and understanding your value. And so see how like the symbolisms of what I'm bringing into my office space that anchors in the energy that, uh, that I want to cultivate in my business. And Mm so bringing in stuff that represents that, and even with color is beautiful. So there really isn't any, like, I would just say everyone's home in feng shui is different. And what I would recommend to you would be different than what I would recommend to someone else. However, um, for the sake of like generalization, I would say, stay away from earth tone colors, like, like a dark Brown, like dark colors on the walls you Mm -hmm. want. If you'd bring any dark colors, like Sarah's bringing in the color black, but she's bringing in color as well as an accent. So if you're doing something like that, just have it as an accent wall. Don't paint the whole entire office that color because mm-hmm. it'll feel more cave-like and it'll feel heavy, and you'll start to feel heavy in your business, and you don't want that. You want to feel bright and vibrant and seeing opportunities and abundance flowing your way. So yeah, this is <laughs> that was so... a long drawn out
0: answer. <laughs> no, that was perfect. My mind is blown. I'm like, wow, like you really can bring so much symbolism into into your office space alone, um, and like. I'm just thinking about adding in that gold color now, honestly. I'm just like, <laughs> how am I going to add in gold into my business? Because yeah, I love that attachment of like empowerment and self-worth. And like, I am the prize. That's the energy that I want to bring yes. into into my business. So, oh, I love that so much, Justine. That's
1: so powerful. <laughs> when I and- think of my business, I think of a mixture of Beyonce meets uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones and J.Lo, like yum <laughs> that's that's my mix of my business
0: <laughs> oh I love that so much we should just go into their home and see what they have and get a collective of all know, of it <laughs> <right>. <laughs> that's amazing okay and I actually have a specific question because I was told this once and from someone who used to um, be really into feng shui. I, they, they have like eight children. So oh my gosh, yeah, they're, and they're still trying to figure out the feng shui of their, their current home. Um, but when I met her, she said, don't have anything sharp in your office. Like mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about getting some succulents and one of them was an aloe vera plant. It was like a, a sharp one. And she was like, don't put that in your office. I don't know why though.
1: <laughs> okay. So let me explain to you about how energy works. So when it comes to feng shui, we want to have soft edges that even represents like even desks. Um, we want the edges of the desk to be soft, not pointed, because what it does is anything that is pointy represents the fire element, but it, it represents sha. It's called shachi, which is turning positive energy into not so auspicious energy, negative energy. Okay. So what that does, it creates daggers of energy pointing at people. Um, you'll see, you can kind of see this even in, um, in uh, downtown areas de- when they're making all these amazing skyscrapers, you'll see that they have like these energy daggers that point to other businesses and whatever that, da- wherever it's pointing that business or that building tends to be run down.
0: Wow! And so
1: it's because it's converting that negative energy and, uh, and and directing it to that particular spot, so um, that's one of the reasons why we don't recommend having pointy things or even like the artwork with the sun with all the pointy stuff on it
0: mm-hmm. because it
1: disrupts the positive energy. Um, wow. And even even with plants like succulents, like cactus was a big thing for a hot minute. You know, for interior design is like cactus succulents, and I was totally. like. Ah! <laughs> Yeah. the heart, right?
0: <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Oh my God. I Love it.
1: <laughs> but that's like, that's the difference between like interior design, architecture and feng shui, you know, they're making it like all beautiful and aesthetic and creative and artistic. And then we're looking at it from a practical standpoint of like how that impacts your mental and emotional state and your body, yeah. you know, and around so like, you. <laughs> exactly. And so Like, so when you're bringing in plants, I always say succulents, as long as they're not, um, they don't have any spikes on them and they're like, you know, they don't have any spikies or cacti on it, that those are fine. Mm -hmm. You don't want to bring cactus, aloe vera, you know, aloe vera is always an exception of the rule. I wouldn't necessarily put that in your office per se, but I would place them in your, um, uh, I would place them in your kitchen for like herbs and stuff. Cause that's really good to have them in mm-hmm. there. Um, the other thing about plants too, that I, I learned from another feng shui expert that I, I really love her name's an Amanda Gibbs. And so, um, I'm sorry, that's not true. That's not her name, <laughs> her name. I mix two people, uh, together. Hold on. I'm like, this is so Have bad. To remember. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I know her name. And now I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it is. It's Amanda Gibby Peters. There you go. And, you had um, it. <laughs> there we go. So one of the things that she, um, she recommended, cause she's really into plants um, was getting a rosemary plant and putting it in your Southeast corner of your office. Mm-hmm. So with feng shui, we, I use a compass So the compass tells me the orientation of your home on the land, your business on the land, and can tell me like a story energetically, if it's supporting you for health, wealth and relationships.
0: Mm, So
1: that all goes with your business. So, but for this in particular, when you go into your office space and you hold your compass and find where the Southeast corner is at, bring a plant, a rosemary plant and rosemary um, from from what she shared was represents the feminine abundance, feminine energy. Mm. So I had a client do this and she got, um, she works in real estate and she got a millionaire client that does investments. And so right now she's in Virginia beach showing her homes and she's doing cash offers right now.
0: Everyone go buy a rosemary plant today (laughs) in the Southeast corner of your office. Yes. yes, Southeast corner. I'm pulling up my compass right now. I'm going to go get a rosemary plant. (laughs) (laughs) that is so cool wow yeah so Mm. there's a lot
1: of little stories like that that happen it's just amazing how just objects that have a significance and intention behind them can really shift energy in your space and in your life Mm. and really create so much and like amazingness i love this i love this work because it's just so awesome it's so practical (laughs)
0: It is. I'm like getting so inspired right now. Just you said you, you have that touch of activating people to want to like change their whole fucking space and you're doing it to me. (laughs) Oh, I love it. (laughs) All right. So we are coming just about at time and you provided so much value today. So I'm going to ask you one last question that I ask to all my podcast guests and it is, how can the listeners make their success a pleasurable
1: experience? Mm. You can make your success a pleasurable experience by letting go of your expectation and focus on the vision. Mm.
0: I seriously love asking this question to every single person because I always get a different dynamic. And I love that so much. Like, release the expectations, hold on to your vision. Yeah. Yum. (laughs) Oh, Justine. so amazing so amazing to have you here like seriously your your energy is so much fun and this has been so this has just been fun um and I want to have you back <laughs> I want to have you back yes on please yeah <laughs> amazing um where can the listeners find you and do you have anything that you would like to share with them as far as your home as money magnet or anything else around that yeah.
1: So um you can find me at Passion Style Purpose. Um you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, let's see, laundry list, you know, Clubhouse. Yes. <laughs> uh YouTube. So you can find me pretty much everywhere um, as Passion Style Purpose. Um even my website's passionstylepurpose.com. And uh, yeah, so I, my offer that I have right now is I'm doing, um, a five day free course called make your home a money magnet. And we talk about all this amazing ways to anchor in this energy into your space and really create a life that you love. And, um, there's different ways you can work with me. I have a life design program as well for dreamers and doers. If you want to implement this stuff right away. Um, so yeah, just check me out and I would love to I love having new Facebook friends, new friends in general on Instagram, connect with me, send me a message, say, what's up, Yeah, you know, take pictures of your space. If you want to do, do uh, if you felt inspired, do before and after pictures and tag me in there, I'll be happy to share because mm. your journey is so powerful. And anytime you make a shift in your space or just in your life, that is like a, that's you saying yes to yourself. And so that's a big fucking deal anytime you move energy in your life, in your space, in your mindset, you are, a you are just like letting go of the layers of bullshit. That's not, has nothing to do with you. And you're stepping even more powerfully into who you are and in your business. So keep up the good work guys and sending you a bunch of love and blessings. Oh,
0: that was beautiful. Beautiful way to end it. I'm going to leave it at that. I have nothing else to add, Justine. Thank you so much. And listeners, make sure to give her a follow. She's so powerful. She's so much fun. And I'm definitely going to be doing it before and after. So <laughs> have a beautiful day, okay. listeners. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Pleasurable Success Podcast. If you vibed with me and this episode, please be sure to share it with someone who you know will benefit from it and take a little screenshot, post it on IG, and be sure to tag me at Sarah Rose underscore D. That way you can say what's up and slide in your DMs. And of course, be sure to subscribe so you can get notified on when the next episode drops and that you're not missing out. Get out there, illuminate this world with your magic, and remember how worthy you are of having it all.